0: Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, and it is the last edition of season one. Uh, Rochelle, how's it going?
1: It's going great.
0: You ready for Christmas?
1: (laughs) No, I feel like I'm really behind. How many
0: days do we have?
1: Michael told me this morning. I think it's like 12?
0: twelve. Twelve, yeah. Like Man, it's here.
1: It's here. This is our last um,
0: podcast of the year. Yeah,
1: last podcast. Last. This Season. is our last project that we have to complete before Christmas. All right. I guess this was. I mean, we still have to do work. Sending so have to emails and your basic day to day operations. Keep the lights but, on, stuff. Yeah, but w- our videos are wrapped. I'm done editing.
0: No more pictures.
1: No more pictures. You'll take pictures
0: of any of the stuff we cook?
1: Oh yeah, I'll take some pictures of our you know, we're like we're hosting a dinner party this weekend. I'll take some pictures of that. It's
0: gonna be an Italian feast. Neither one of us are Italian, but (laughs) it just sounded better than barbecue right now. (laughs) I can cook. What are you doing? Lasagna?
1: We're doing a lasagna?
0: You know I could do that on a smoker.
1: Oh, that'd be a good idea. Lasagna. On you don't side want side. to fire up the smoker right now.
0: Oh, you
1: know I'm gonna be hunting, but <laughs> I can. Are do you, it t- on are the you sick of me saying I'm, saying I'm going hunting? I'm going hunting.
0: Um.
1: So, and I'm doing a mushroom chicken Alfredo bake. It's kind of like a casserole Ooh,
0: with I love its casserole.
1: penne noodles instead of penne noodles. Penne noodles. It like a white
0: creamy sauce Yeah, white mushroom creamy sauce Mushrooms with chicken. Mushroom chicken? Yeah. Man, that can't be bad. Yeah,
1: I'm taking some um, split chicken breasts with, you know, the bone, the, the rib cage, the whole nine yards attached, and I'm going to rub them with olive oil and herbs to prevent and roast them in the oven, and then mm. I'm going to pull that and use that chicken in the...
0: That'd be good.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really good. You got to start off with good ingredients, you know?
0: What's for dessert? Desserts.
1: A cake from Sam's,
0: <laughs> oh, it's good, easy way out. and I'm
1: doing a spinach gratin too. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah, and you're going to do a meat and cheese board. That's the one. I'm thing. handling.
0: The, I'm handling the charcuterie. Yeah. I've got all kinds of sausages and stuff. I'm bringing and cheese.
1: I don't know why our friends keep volunteering us to host parties.
0: Hmm. <laughs> they like the way we throw down.
1: So. Um, so what
0: are we going to talk about today?
1: Let's talk about the recipes.
0: Yeah, we did. so this week we released our last two recipes. I actually cooked these the week prior. We filmed everything, so I didn't have to cook this week, so I could take off. But So
1: uh, last week we filmed, what was it, prime three rib? Three in one day. Yeah. We did the
0: prime rib, we did the spicy sausage and cheese balls with the little Captain Rodney's Glaze dipping sauce, and then the uh, um, ooh, Creole shrimp, shrimp dip. dip. Man, a cast iron skillet that made dope. that.
1: Yes. Um, Which one really are you going to talk about
0: first? The sausage balls?
1: I, mean, every, I just want to talk about how we set. Everybody
0: knows sausage balls. Yeah. But i tell you what. I've told a couple people. That might be the recipe, best recipe I've ever cooked. <laughs> man, <laughs> man, I guess it was just something different. It was easy. And my mom had made. We were at Thanksgiving. at My mom and dad's a place out in the country. And she had made some sausage balls. And they're really good. And it was just this old, the standard um, sausage balls, you know, the Bisquick, the, uh, cheese and the sausage. And I said, man, she did something different though. She added the cream cheese. And I said, I've never done that. We've always made them just with shrimp. It's know, pretty much three ingredients and tree, yeah. some seasoning. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to take that a step further. I'm going to kick it up. I'm going to add some, you know, those Fresno peppers, add some little bit of greenery, some parsley in it. And you use a lot of AP. get it, you know, use a spicy sausage. So, it, man, it was just, it was cheesy, it was savory, had a little bit of a bread element to it. I mean, it was just good. And then, I never dipped, the only thing I ever dipped sausage balls in was maybe a little, like, blackburn syrup That's what breakfast. I was going to say. That's it. the only thing in... In, in uh, my
1: family, we have sausage balls for breakfast during the holidays. Yeah. And we dip them in, or my brothers dip them in blackburn
0: syrup. Well... I thought, I said, man, this would be good with some Captain Rodney's. And I just, I just grabbed the bottle out of the pantry. I had the peach open. Was, so I'm going to use that just straight out the bottle, put it in a little cup. Man, you talk about serving that for an appetizer? It could be breakfast. It could be brunch. It could be lunch. It could be whatever. Whatever you're serving, those things are dynamite. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're good.
1: Especially straight out of the, you know, out of the oven, out of this smoker, smoker yeah. however you want to do them, and you could easily do that recipe in the oven.
0: You could do it in a toaster oven; it don't matter.
1: I will say this: using that cast iron makes a difference to me. Oh
0: yeah, it gets it gets that little crispy. The way the bread, you know, the biscuit mix or whatever, and the cheese cook, it kind of gets it crunchy. So, it, and that's why I flipped them. I like it to be crunchy, kind of on the side, the edges around it. That's mm-hmm. the best part when you you bite into it. It's got a little bit of a crusty crunch, and then it's you know cheesy in the middle. I like. It. Personally, I mean, there. A lot of people just serve them like at room temp. I like them when they first come out mm-hmm. when they when they're hot and you know it's you know you got to blow on them because the smoke's coming off. <laughs> that's one of the best. Yeah. But man, that's an easy, easy recipe. You can make those way in advance. I, you know, that made so many that we ended up freezing some.
1: Yeah, because we ended up making two batches, so we had plenty to show. But we only cooked like a little over a batch. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, but you put them to freeze them. You got to put them on like a sheet pan first and then stick them in the freezer and let them start freezing individually because if you put them all in a bag and stick them in the freezer, they're going to all stick together. Yeah, you're going to So you spread day. them out on like a, put a little wax paper or parchment paper down on a sheet pan, you know, put the sausage and cheese balls on it and stick them in the freezer. What does it take, 15, 20 minutes maybe? Not
1: from froze.
0: To, to get them to where?
1: Yeah, if I pull them out of the freezer, because that's one thing I'll do. No, I'm
0: talking about to get them froze. Oh, How long yeah. do you let them go, 15, 20 minutes? I was
1: paying attention to something else um yeah 15 minutes 15 20 minutes to let them start getting froze as long as they start getting froze on the outside first and they won't stick to each other then you're good to go.
0: then you can put them all in one big ziplock bag and then seal them up and keep them in there till you're ready to go with them Mm -hmm. You don't have to thaw them to cook them. You can cook them right from froze.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what and that's what, what takes do. it
0: takes 30, 35 minutes for froze ones on a cast iron skillet, right?
1: Yeah, because this time of year, I'll make like three four batches. You know, when we have no, we're having people over and we're doing a lot of holiday stuff. I'll do several batches, freeze them, have them in the refrigerator, and then just pull them out as needed. Pour, you know, drop the frozen ones one? directly on a cast iron skillet pop it in a preheated 400, 400 yeah
0: 400
1: 375
0: 400 degree oven for 30, from froze it's
1: gonna take yeah, yeah it only takes minutes.
0: about 15 20 minutes fresh but froze it's gonna add some time but they're yeah. just you as just good you yeah. can't tell. We, Okay, we they're just as good froze as they are just when you roll them up
1: yeah
0: man they're good
1: my mom you can give those as gifts them.
0: i've seen uh i've seen people take little tins Put some wax paper in it. Fill them up with sausage and cheese balls and give them, give them as gifts.
1: Yeah.
0: I wouldn't mind getting a ten of them.
1: No, as long as they're fresh. After a few days, they start getting hard. So you need to... There is a time issue with those. Yeah.
0: So they ain't going oh, to last. Well, I was just talking about if like, you run them over to somebody's house one evening. Here you go. <laughs> knock on the doors. Here's your sausage and cheese balls. Merry Christmas. That'd be pretty good. But, so the other one we did, I wanted to do a hot dip. And so I just took kind of a... It's just my take on a seafood, hot seafood dip. I just used shrimp. You could use crawfish. I wanted to use crawfish. I couldn't find any. And so yeah, I said, shrimp's going to gonna work. Crawfish, just, it could have yeah. been crab. It could have been anything like that. But it was super simple. I mean, you couldn't get any more easier than that. It's all it, it's harder to mix it up than it is to cook it. I sauteed the onions and, you know, the, and the garlic and a little bit of butter and the cast iron. I set up, I set up the PK indirect. That was what was cool. That was cool about the whole recipe, I mean, yeah. Both of these are ones you could do inside. I just if I can cook something outside and show you how how I would do it outside, I mean, I think that's pretty cool. Isn't I, I think
1: you, I like how you showcase the PK being able to, you
0: know, use do, the versatility yeah, of it because it is. It. You can set it up for two zones. You can smoke on that side, whatever. All I do is put the hot coals on one side, leave an empty space on the other side, open the vent, the top vent. On the empty side and then close off the other side and then open the intake on the hot coal side. That way air is flowing through it. You can do that with any grill, not just a PK. Yeah. You know, if you just just you just you want it to flow like that. So it kind of creates that two-zone cooking. It's really indirect cooking. You're not cooking over coals. And uh, the hot side is perfect for sauteing everything, getting it all going.
1: And you could do that. That method with anything a casserole where you oh, sauté yeah. on the side and then add stuff and move it to the.
0: But man, the wine, the side. butter, the garlic, the Creole seasoning, all that stuff I threw in that shrimp—it was good. I mean, I, you could you could have just ate the skillet of shrimp, really. <laughs> on little crostinis yeah. that have been real good.
1: But you added the creams the, and the, the
0: cheese, cheese, the cream cheese, a little mayo, a little sour cream. It just made it. It made it. Put uh-huh. all of it in the skillet and let it cook till it's hot and bubbly and brown. I mean, it don't get no easier than that.
1: Technically, that was a recipe that I kind of.
0: You did do that one before. Didn't yeah. You? People <laughs> went crazy I, over it because we took that to a, on. was it a birthday party one time? Somebody, Mark Williams, birthday party. Yes. He and that didn't last. It goes fast.
1: Yeah. He was doing a, You
0: didn't do it in cast iron, though. No, I didn't. What'd you do? Like corny wire dish or something? Something
1: like that. Something or, you throw in the oven? Yeah, something I like
0: throw in the oven and take to a party. I stole that one.
1: You 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 added to it and made I it a little better. Yeah, you did. You usually do. It's all roll.
0: <laughs> but yeah, those recipes were both good. They're both good holiday appetizers. they're any time appetizers. But they're greater on the holidays. And man, Kroger heads I just you know, we just went and bought some shrimp at Kroger today. They had the big shrimp on sale.
1: That wasn't even on our like list. A, uh, you just had to buy some shrimp. 5 99 a
0: pound for those extra large, ready to go.
1: You think they're going to be okay when we bust them open and thaw them out? I hope so. Yeah.
0: I mean, I know they weren't Gulf shrimp, but man, they look good.
1: Speaking of, um, <laughs> is it going to be okay? There's still deer meat.
0: Don't don't worry <laughs> about it. It's, it's, you didn't know that that's a dry, um, dry age How long you know,
1: do you dry age deer? You know, I like get
0: 30 days on it. Oh, really? It's been about three weeks. So.
1: Is it really thirty days? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if this is one of those things where you've accidentally forgotten about it or okay. No,
0: that's my shoulders. Let's going to turn that into barbecue some barbecue okay. deer shoulder. It's so a work in progress, just I know it's kinda
1: I need to take a picture of it. You. It's not inconvenient in inconvenien- well, you know, it's supposed to be the holidays we're have yeah, a lot of that's people. That's what I was thinking. We gotta
0: clear it out what if we're gonna put gotta turn it back into the beverage fridge. <laughs> you it need, can't be the, the You need <laughs> another fridge or something. I do. I need a walk-in is what I need. I <laughs> mean, I'd have all kinds of deer stacked up in there hanging if I had a walk-in.
1: Are you letting them walk now because you're limited I on got, space? I ain't got any room. Yeah,
0: I really do need to go a the deep freezer. Because mine, I need to, well, actually, I just need to do a big cooking. Cook everything i got. That's
1: just, what we're doing tonight. We're doing all the... um we're probably going to have some, salt, some leftover spicy sausage balls.
0: Okay. Tonight. Yeah. You're clearing out. And you're I'm, making space. We've got to clear out the freezers. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that.
1: For anything that we have that that's left with over. That. There's like a fourth of a bag of tater tots that might get
0: cooked. <laughs> <I think laughs> you know, I've got a big uh, bone-in uh, pork loin in there that I need to do something wow, with. really? That'd be good for the holidays.
1: A bone-in pork loin? How yeah, big?
0: It's big. It's probably 13, 14, you know, it's big.
1: That sounds like Christmas Eve to me.
0: We'll see about that.
1: Or we can take it to your parents' house. Make they it. all love pork.
0: Yeah, it is good.
1: Ooh. You're talking about like doing a crown roast
0: kind of? Yeah, but I'd probably just cook it. Just, just like a regular without yeah. just trying
1: frenching and, it and doing yeah, that? Yeah,
0: That's overkill. Like a pork it prime rib? Cool. Yeah, that's all it is. If you think of a bone-in prime rib, that's
1: all it is. What would you take it to? So how would you cook it?
0: Just get it seasoned good. I would do, in I mean, you know what? I'd probably brine it for a little while. Oh, that'd be It'd good. It'd take good brine. And then season it up and get it on the grill. I like, you know, it's good that herbs to prevents so on the outside of it. It kind of gives it a nice little herby crust. Yeah. And serve it with some kind of sauce that I could whip up, like a, a white wine, some kind of reduction sauce to go with it, to go go a pork. We did, um, last year when we had a Christmas party
1: and we served pork loin and we served a cranberry type glaze with it. Mm, do you remember that? Yeah, I
0: do. Do you remember what recipe we used for that? No, I don't even know where you got that. That was when you got a Pinterest, I think. Yeah. I just tried it, because I'm, I'm not real big on cranberry, but you've been making a, like a homemade, when I think of cranberry sauce, I always think of the thick-gum jelly stuff in a can. I yeah. hate that stuff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't hear that sound. Yeah, that's it, though. And I still, that's still. I don't even know. It's not even good. Why, uh-huh. why is that a tradition? But you made some with some fresh cranberries where you kind of cook them and make a sauce and then cook them until they pop and then you mix them all up man it's good
1: and it like makes its own pectin and
0: so thickens it, yeah, itself it thickens so it's not like a slice and jelly it's mm-hmm. different but
1: it's real thick
0: you it's know? almost like a fruit compote that thickens itself some yeah. kind of way
1: and it's real easy it's just fresh cranberries a little
0: tarts little sweet yeah. little Honey. you must put some orange or something to get it orange, some orange juice yeah.
1: yeah
0: and zest or something because yeah. so, it's good yeah, it's really good. That's a recipe we need to that share be because during the holidays, that's a lot of people, you know, especially Thanksgiving, people, everybody's serving cranberry sauce, but a lot of people do that canned can. stuff. And
1: that's that, what I grew up with. I didn't know there was anything different. Oh,
0: no, my mom had two kinds of the can. I didn't even know you could get one. <laughs>
1: what are two kinds of the can?
0: <laughs> one of them was like so standard. With another. I don't know what the other one was. Just cut them up different. And oh, really? You got these little slices of, look like canned <laughs> Jelly. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it's almost like the ridges make the perfect slice lines. <laughs> <laughs> the ridges of the canyon.
0: <laughs> uh, that does not belong on dressing. Well, um, I know, like especially you,
1: you put all this hard work and make this really nice dressing, you know? And then you put this old canned jelly up on yeah.
0: it. It's a tradition, I guess. I don't know. It's not for me.
1: So. Give me um, some good
0: gravy. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was our videos. Um, what we're we gonna talk about today? We're gonna talk about kind of re, yeah, not I'm a gonna, recap, but uh, let's talk about some of our favorite I'm gonna start videos the, uh, we did this I'm year. Gonna start,
1: I'm we're gonna do a year in review. How many did
0: you say we did? Forty something.
1: Counted forty eight total videos
0: that we uploaded this since January one.
1: Yeah, the ones that are live. I remember the very we- first one.
0: The very first one was before the Super Bowl this year. Or was it, did we upload it before the Super Bowl okay. or after it? was like towards the end of January. And it was when I did those two suckling pigs on the old hickory. And man, that was awesome, awesome. That was big. really
1: cool. Um, you know, the hardest part about that. Got you,
0: those were tired, beautiful. Yeah, people got turned off on doing those little baby pigs. Though I got a lot of hate mail on that one. What? Well, it was February 1st. Was it? So that mm-hmm. was right before the Super Bowl.
1: We started early last year.
0: Yeah. I'm not starting it early this year. I don't know. i probably I'm probably <laughs> gonna come back about that same time. Yeah,
1: we usually come back. I'll be broke early. up by then. Um yeah, people got turned off. I mean, what do they think the meat comes from?
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't want to see it smiling at all <laughs> <laughs> my Those little pigs were delicious. I'm not going to, I'm not apologizing for that one. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. And they were beautiful. You executed that one
1: incredibly well. They were well. super
0: simple to do. I mean, the great You're thing about.
1: everything's super simple They to do.
0: are. Man, none of this stuff's hard, man. Just the makes, hardest
1: part was sourcing
0: them. Yeah, that was the hardest part. And Brad got those for me, I think, mm-hmm. at the butcher block it was a butcher's block yeah butcher's block in in South Haven
1: how'd they come
0: in a plastic bag (laughs) like a body bag (laughs) these two pigs each of them in body bags and I brought them home and I shoved them off in the the fridge where my deer mate is now (laughs) and I use it just to hold animals
1: there's actually a picture on my Instagram it's like a box of Miller Lite and two (laughs) and two pigs laying there (laughs) in the extra fridge that's classic there I know
0: but but I'll, I don't even remember what I did to them. I think I just injected them a little bit and seasoned them on the inside and then put them on there and cooked them until the skin got golden and kind of tight. And then I started spraying it a little bit. When and then you, I cooked them until they were done. And man, from hoof to tail, that meat was excellent. excellent. It was all tender and juicy. I mean, it uh, I'm looking there's, at, there's not a bad piece of meat on it.
1: I'm looking at pictures of it right now. I mean, it's... Amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. It, I mean, it was just...
0: I executed that one. Yeah. And it didn't take... I don't think I cooked them things for <laughs> four or five hours. It I didn't mean, take so long.
1: Um, one thing about that meat is it's real white.
0: Yeah. You it's, know,
1: it's real white The pure, whole thing almost. is like.
0: I mean, I guess it's because the animal's young. It ain't time... It to, seven. Seven hours, six, yeah. seven. I thought it was like six hours, something like that. Six, seven hours.
1: Yeah. It
0: wasn't long. It wasn't long as you'd think it would take, but... They, you were uh, cooking
1: too. Yeah.
0: And I mean but
1: And What, and the what got me was the texture
0: were, the texture and the flavor and the juiciness was there on every muscle. Yes. It wasn't like when you cook a whole hog where you know you you got your loin that dries out if you overcook it, and then you got the belly, it's ultimate, and then you got the shoulder and then you got the hand that's just a little drier and leaner because it doesn't have as much fat.
1: Even like, in a butt, even pulling apart. Oh yeah, butt there's different, got, yeah, yeah, different yeah, different areas of the butt, yeah. Yeah. But this
0: those suckling pigs, head to tail. All succulent. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I mean, it's so good. I want to go to one of those restaurants. Have you seen those restaurants where you can buy one, to bring it out to you, and I guess your your table, just they get it, and they just take a meat cleaver and start chopping at it and break it up into quarters, and you just get something to eat it right there. I said, man, really? that's I want to eat. An here. American
1: restaurant?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some fancy restaurants. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's awesome. But it, they bring you a whole sucking thing mm-hmm. to your table and that's chop it. it up?
0: That'd be pretty cool to see, wouldn't yeah. it? Yes.
1: I'd sign up for that
0: one. Okay. I'd cook those more often if they were easier to get. Well, the thing about it is they're not cheap. Yeah. You're gonna spend. I think it was a hundred something bucks, hundred twenty bucks each or something like that for each. I thought each. It was a little more than that. It may, they're 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 not cheap. I mean. And it's definitely a showpiece. The
1: yield on it's not that oh, great. Oh
0: yeah. no, you don't get a ton of meat. Yeah. But they weighed. One of them was twenty two. I can't. It was right in there. A little over twenty pounds. Yeah, it
1: was twenty five yeah. to thirty pounds. Yeah,
0: something like that. And it probably, you probably got 50%, so you didn't have maybe.
1: And they were completely
0: dressed when we got them that I don't even know if we got that much meat. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. I mean. Because we pulled it. Six to eight people could knock one out easy.
1: Yeah. And that's some high dollar per head. eating. Yeah. Um, Your next recipe was barbecue spaghetti.
0: That was, that's just a Memphis classic. It is.
1: It Pango is. A lot of people had never spaghetti. heard of barbecue spaghetti. I guess it is just a Memphis thing. I
0: don't know why people wouldn't try it. It's
1: like barbecue bologna. We we take it for granted. You know, we never even think that it's Sausage fine. Sausage and
0: cheese, barbecue bologna, and barbecue spaghetti. That's like having coleslaw baked beans in Memphis.
1: <laughs> when anybody comes no. to town and wants us to take them on a, you know, to eat some good barbecue we try to hit up a few different spots but we always if we can try to take them to the barbecue shop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's um down in on
0: Madison downtown.
1: You can't that's downtown. Yeah, it's not
0: quite midtown. It's, yeah.
1: in between yeah. almost. But they have the best barbecue spaghetti in Memphis. Yeah, I will that's say good. that. It's
0: good.
1: Memphis Barbecue Company has a pretty good barbecue spaghetti though.
0: I just like the I like the there's something about barbecue shops. It's it's a real light sauce. It's kind of greasy. It's, yeah, it's got that barbecue. It's got really good barbecue flavor. They serve it with their pulled pork. It's got a little greasy element to it. In a good way, yeah. Yeah, a good way. It ain't as good as mine. No. Nah. The recipe I did was killer. No. Nah.
1: Somebody told us that they've made that recipe like a couple times a week
0: when, it, <laughs> when they first
1: did it. <laughs>
0: it's that good. Yeah.
1: And it's different, you know. You it's not like the you main
0: p- course. It's like a side dish. You get...
1: Yeah, you know, around, get, you, you get you some ribs,
0: get some barbecue spaghetti, get some coleslaw, and you, got, you know, you're ready. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could yeah. eat it as a plate, but I mean, that's just not how, if I'm going to eat spaghetti as a meal, I'm not going to order barbecue spaghetti yeah. for a meal. i want it on the side and then have something, have something to go with it. Some good brisket or rib, ribs, preferably. That's how, to me, it's that's like mythic. ribs and spaghetti. Yeah. You know, down here, catfish and spaghetti is big too. So, yeah. you just like a junior's over here, this little, uh, it's kind of a meet and three right off the square here in Hernando's. And uh, Chef Miles, uh, he's man, he's doing some killer spaghetti catfish there on Fridays. <laughs> you know what, what I like is he does etouffee also. And instead of just getting etouffee and something, I get the catfish, etouffee over it, side of regular spaghetti. That's and a, then coleslaw. I
1: think that's a southern thing, that spaghetti is more of a side, side dish, dish yeah, instead of the main a meal. Course. Yeah.
0: What it does is a cheap way to feed people, to stretch it. Yeah. I mean, you can always get some ground, meat, of ground some beef of some kind or sausage or whatever. stretch real far. Big old pack of noodles.
1: <laughs> some sauce.
0: Yeah. Ketchup if you're in the pinch.
1: Hey, I grew up on ketchup spaghetti. <laughs> Did you grow up ketchup spaghetti? <laughs> That's how I thought it was supposed to be. It wasn't until I met you that i had started putting more stuff in spaghetti. You know, See, like we always had
0: well, we always tomatoes. had canned tomatoes from the garden, like jarred. My, my Papa and Granny put up tomatoes. So that was the basis of all our sauces like that. So we didn't use a lot of ketchup. In fact, my mom hates ketchup. Really? She won't mm-hmm. eat it. Yeah. She might well, put it thing. on meatloaf. Like it's like that old school meatloaf where you put yeah ketchup I still on do the that. outside, a little
1: brown sugar. It's about ketchup. the only
0: way she uses it.
1: Um, your next recipe was vortex grilled wings. You did whole wings. Use the vortex. That was the first time. Grind. Well,
0: when I first started playing around with the vortex, it discovered a new, the best way to cook chicken wings.
1: Yeah, I'll agree because it if gets that skin so on,
0: yeah. good.
1: Now, really, you know, you, you know, I don't
0: cook chicken wings. I hadn't cooked chicken wings any other way since I started using that vortex. Because I mean, the only thing that kind of I'd say sucks about it is you can only get so many around it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't cook a ton- you have to do multiple cookings, but it doesn't take long to cook them. So it's no big deal, but man, I like that vortex.
1: I mean, that's enough for us to eat. That yeah, was another thing I should have
0: put on my Christmas wish list for people. Like, if you need a,
1: a vortex, a cool
0: accessory, that yeah. man, that's a good gift. You get somebody a vortex.
1: Yeah, and they're not too expensive. Yet. No, they're not bad at all. Yeah, um, we kind of, or you kind of, caught a little flat because you had your vortex from, that you used in that particular video is bigger than it needed to be so you had to do some modifications
0: oh yeah i had to take the bottom grade out to get it to fit well well I, I didn't do any research when i when i said up uh, i'm telling you who it was it was adam gotro cajun blaze he said man you got you never cooked on the vortex chicken wings i said never heard of it and he told me about it so i said i'm gonna order me one of those and that was the end of the last cooking season or something and i yeah. ordered it and had it for a little while I just never used it because of winter and then i got it out um I I figured that, you know, if, if a small is good, the, the large has got to be better, you know. <laughs> you I'm one of those, t- so I ordered the big size, didn't look and see. I mean, it said it fit everything, so. And really, I think I got it, when I bought it, I was, I was planning on doing it on the XL egg, and I wouldn't even think about using it on the Weber, but those those guys told me that it's great on the Weber, so. And it, it fit, I just had to take that bottom grade out, but what I learned from some really nice comments, <laughs> is that if I keep doing that, it's going to burn the bottom of my Weber out because it gets too hot. The cold Isn't that is, makes sense. It does, and so what? I, what I do? I ordered me a small one, and it works perfect yeah. on that Weber. I mean, and you really, really, there's no need never buying the big one. I don't think unless you got a monster, monster grill. Just the small size is the way to go. In fact, we contacted that company, the Vortex Company, and started like becoming one of their uh, hosts. Yeah, we sell it on yeah, the online. We, store. Yeah. We sell them now. I mean, that's—I mean, I believe in them. They work. They're good.
1: Yeah, they're great for chicken. That's the first time we used the Mississippi grind. So, too. if you need
0: one, go to Killer Hostel or Cutl barbecue right store and check them out. H two Q shop. Is that what it is.
1: Dot mm-hmm. com. The next one was your smoked breakfast casserole.
0: How many times have we cooked that this year? <laughs> we started giving that away to people. Like we need to take them something. Somebody, you know. if somebody
1: passes away, might like, smoked breakfast casserole. Somebody has you a baby, have a baby you
0: get smoked breakfast casserole. Yeah. So you got the flu, we bring you that, leave it on the door. <laughs> Mom and them sick, we bring, we bring you the breakfast casserole. It's good, and it's easy, and Folks love it's another it. one of them that go, go crazy. I yeah, think.
1: and it's a little different. When, you know, when you have a baby or, you know, someone passes away, you get a lot of casseroles. Yeah. And nobody gives you a breakfast casserole, mm-hmm. and it's great. You can eat it for breakfast. You need eat it for lunch, dinner. i
0: am telling you, what I, what I like, there's just uh, the ham and the breakfast casserole. Man, that's a meal right there. hmm some of that smoked ham for breakfast and some of that breakfast casserole. I don't think it's just for breakfast. You can eat that thing all day. Yes.
1: And um, we like to top it with a little pico.
0: Sour cream. Got to have a little hot sauce too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. It's good. It is.
1: And it's very, very easy. <clears throat> you know? And the great thing about that one is you can make it ahead of time. And pop it in the it fridge.
0: It's, it really needs to sit. Yeah. It's better if it sits overnight and you cook it the next day. It might increase cook time a little bit because it's cold, but
1: I pull it out and let it sit on the counter for forty five minutes while. before I pop it in the oven. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: and it's not going to bring it all the way up to room temp, but it'll get it. You know, um,
0: Have you ever tried making a round version of that, like an iron skillet? No. I wonder if it worked. I don't see why it wouldn't. I, I don't mean, see those why it those wouldn't. pastry the crescent roll dough sheets are squares while they work in a casserole dish but i was thinking more like small size if you wanted to half it
1: oh and yeah do that you could and just
0: spread the spread that dough out by hand a little bit and make it fit the pan
1: yeah and almost cut it like a pie
0: yeah yeah like a pie. it'd be like, almost a like a breakfast pizza or something yeah. kind of, yeah yeah a quiche um that's what it's really like a quiche because the eggs uh, what's a quiche crust is it normally like a regular pie crust like a flour pie crust not like a dough
1: yeah
0: yeah or that's how or it is a dough that's is, how i've had it yeah it's just I've like never a pompano. We quiche. Really?
1: My mom, when I was younger, got on a quiche kit.
0: Yeah, we had a quiche once. time I've had them, it's been like spinach, like but not like good spinach in it, like that yeah. canned spinach or something. <laughs> and it's just eggs. I'm like, this ain't good. And if it did be good, if it had a pound more cheese in it <laughs> and some creaminess, <laughs> and throw some bacon and sausage in it, all of a sudden we got breakfast casserole. <laughs> yeah,
1: if you need something to get more delicious, yeah, top to us, yeah,
0: we'll fix that right up fat man's quiche <laughs> okay. breakfast casserole
1: one thing with the stomach breakfast casserole is uh the small uh food service pans that we get from sam's yeah yeah the, the perfect size yeah the perfect size to do one of those and that way you can take it leave it and not worry about getting a dish back
0: mm-hmm. uh, buy the buy the little metal lids for it to go i mean they mm-hmm. sam's they got the little lid that fits right on it and if you, you want to write on that. it put your instructions on it whatever you want
1: if you want to get real fancy, you can buy little labels and print them off. Yeah, still. them on. Logos and stuff. Um, The next one did you anybody did. anybody watch
0: that video? Was that? I no, probably
1: wouldn't. 53,000 people. i put, missed out on that one. I know. That was a really good one. You
0: can go back and watch that one if you had never seen it.
1: Yeah. Or try that one. And that's That's, I mean, I'm cooking that Christmas dinner. We have that Christmas, Christmas breakfast.
0: Di- that's, we have that Christmas morning.
1: And the good thing about it is I can mix it up either the day before Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve, mix it up, put it in the refrigerator and forget about it until, you know. Time to cook it. Yeah. Get up that morning, pop it in the oven and.
0: Or on the grill.
1: Or on the grill, on the smoker.
0: You like cooking all my stuff in the oven, don't you?
1: <laughs> when it's cold outside, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is grilled Cuban sandwich.
0: Cuban sandwich. Yeah, oh, that's been a while since I thought about that one. I use, I use pork loin on that. Mm-hmm. And and some ham too. Up. I know, oh, I think I did that on the PK, and I used, uh, I, I had know. that good bread that we weighted down, kind of like made my own panini press, kind of with the brick, wrapped up. I think I used a brick. I think I
1: skipped
0: one. Um, that was a good one, though.
1: This one you did... Uh,
0: Mustard pickles, yeah.
1: Cheese. You took ham, like deli ham, but then you also um, grilled some tenderloin, some pork tenderloin. Yeah, and sliced them up. And sliced them. Ooh, those! I remember those. They were really, good really sandwich. good because you seasoned them really good.
0: Yeah, it was a good sandwich.
1: You had, like, you know, my you know, the, some my citrus. only problem with the
0: Cuban Cuban sandwich is the mustard. I'm not.
1: You're not with that, with, mustard with ham and pork. You did a boho marinade.
0: Yeah, on with, that pork. with ham and pork. I like something creamier. Like? Like an aioli or like a mayonnaise. like it. a
1: mayonnaise? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think it would be good on that. <laughs> actually, you know?
1: after we film, you know, we always eat the food. Yeah. Uh, but I actually. You
0: wouldn't put mayonnaise <laughs> on it. I remember that now.
1: I put mayonnaise on it. Um, yeah, you use Swiss cheese, uh, uh, French bread, pickles mustard. sliced pickles, mustard. You did real Hand traditional.
0: That's, that's straight yeah. up. Yeah.
1: But really, that moho marinade that you used for the tenderloins and the mo- moho glaze you used whew, was good. Yeah. You could have just served those pork loins like that or made tacos with it or anything. You also did a competition rib recipe.
0: Was this the one I did or the, the one, one he you did? did. You did it. I did it. So, I did it Killer hog style.
1: Yes, you did Killer hog style.
0: That was good.
1: Yeah.
0: Was it baby backs or loin backs? um, Because I was practicing baby backs back then, getting ready for a few of them MBNs. but I bet you I did did St. Louis, or can you tell?
1: These are spares. Yeah. You did spares. You
0: um, trimmed them? You trimmed them them judges. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. You trimmed them. (laughs) You tuned them.
0: You don't think that'll get you a call. Go ahead and try it next contest.
1: And you cooked them on the drum. That was it. Wrapped them. Glazed them. Honey for the money.
0: I bet you you those got some views.
1: 300,000. That's not bad.
0: Man, did you see the Heath video? his competition video we did where he came in and showed me how to do them.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I called it.
0: It's over a million. I can't believe that. That's crazy.
1: Um, the next one you did was the Tomahawk Ribeye Steak.
0: Ooh, that's one of the big videos of the year there. Yes, that
1: was one of I'm going to tell you this right that now. That has got three and a half million views.
0: The Matador Prime Beef. We didn't, the, every recipe, every bit of beef that has uh, Matt from there that sends it to me, he owns the company, I guess. And he's. He contacted me He's like, man, you want to use some of my beef in some of your videos? I'd be glad to you know, give it to you or whatever, as long as you give me a shout out. And I was like, heck yeah. Let's try it. Beef? Free beef? I mean, <laughs> high
1: quality beef? High
0: quality, yeah. I haven't... All of it was amazing. I didn't get a bad piece of beef from them.
1: This morning, when we kind of came up with the idea to do a year interview, you said, what were your favorite recipes this year? And the, my top recipes this year were all beef Matador beef Matador videos. beef videos well, they were good they were the I hope b- I get best. some of them next year yes excellent if you want some really good beef try that Matador prime
0: yeah. I ain't getting paid for it he just gave us some stuff yeah I mean that's just a <laughs> yeah I mean the sirloin pecan oh, that one that. was one of my yeah. favorites the
1: tomahawk was. that the was fillets, some of the best beef I've ever had the
0: strip I mean it was just all good wasn't it oh
1: he also gave us that what did Kendall cook uh, tri-tip tri-tip
0: man, man
1: that um, with, with this tomahawk ribeye, you did it kind of a different way. You didn't do necessarily a reverse sear. You did a unreverse sear. Yeah. Un- <laughs> what do you call that when you don't do a reverse sear? Because you seared it first. I call
0: it searing and just finishing off on low heat so you could really bring it up and watch it. And, the, and That's what I did. But, but the, what made it so good, I'm going to tell you, is I had all those herbs and the garlic and the butter and the drippings. And I kept basting it back with that. And that's a game changer on cooking steaks. And you did it that is one. so yeah. any Any big, thick, if you're cooking a thick steak, even a regular ribeye is good, basted it like that. But, man, that's a, it tastes, man, it was phenomenal.
1: You did that one on the PK. Yep. And you said. Set it, it
0: up indirect again. Yeah. You know, I've used that indirect method on PK several times. Yes.
1: Well, you also had a rack. So yeah, a rack. So,
0: rack, you, so it really.
1: You took your um steak. You seared it. You got your marks. Grates,
0: got me some marks.
1: And then you moved it,
0: moved it up, up on the other, on a side. other side, though. Yeah, on the on the cool side. Put the probe in it, and then watched it just slowly climb up.
1: And you slid a, uh, one of those small uh, fit underneath food service the pans, put some butter in it. That was genius. It was. It was a good idea.
0: Uh, <laughs> the, the steaks <laughs> dripping in it.
1: it. What was it? You put um, um,
0: got ketchup on that. I know I had butter. I know I had garlic. No, I probably had some rosemary or thyme or something like that in there.
1: It was some herbs. It was garlic, butter, um, thyme, rosemary. rosemary, olive oil. Yeah. And then you let just let baste that,
0: it. Yeah. I take it out, baste it on there, stick it back on the steak so I can not <laughs> All that steak juice was dripping down in the pan. And
1: it, it smelled so we good. We
0: sopped up all that butter yes. out of that pan when we got to where we were eating it.
1: That was the best. If you can
0: see what we do off-camera while we're eating stuff, that's really what be. Man, those views are good. Put like some buzzards on some stuff. Some of it.
1: And a lot of times People there's, show up. Yeah, yeah, there's a, a lot of people standing behind that you don't... Yeah, you can, don't see. Yeah. 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 These people. Or sitting in the wings waiting. Waiting,
0: yeah. People know what day film day is. <laughs> Just had to come by and, you know, have to bring you this. Or see what y'all are doing? I think to bar something? You got you to... Gotta,
1: you, t- you had told yeah, me AP, I can buy it from you. the reason. <laughs> you told Y'all me the it? reason. <laughs> I didn't realize it was Tuesday. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: You told me at the time the re- the reason you um, seared first was because you wanted it to get really good marks.
0: Right, and it's harder to do that once you revert you know, If you do the reverse sear, you can, you can get marks, but a lot of times it, it doesn't make good surface contact. It's done it doesn't cook down with the bone in it. I've noticed, and so I really wanted to set the precedence and get those marks first. Set the precedence. And the marks are just for appearance. I mean, do you need them? Heck no. A good old cast iron steak's good, but I think it looks cool. Yeah. That's a good way to cook a big steak. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, it's the same principle. So you start, even if you were cooking inside of cast iron, you sear the steak on both sides and you pop it in a 400 degree oven and watch it come up slow. Same principle we're doing. I just seared it first on the grill, moved it over to the indirect side. I didn't care what tip it was, I just knew it was not too hot. It's probably 350 400 range. Had it drawing through there good, really good, fire, really good hot fire on the mm-hmm. sear side. And I protected that bone to keep it from burning up, too. I wrapped the bone some, you did I? I think I did. I should have. I don't. already moved to the uh, next yeah. recipe. Seems like I did. That's been a long time ago. I know
1: that's three what million eating. people watched that, three and a half. Wow, that's amazing! So barbecue shrimp and grits was your next one, and that was some of the prettiest pictures I took. You can't
0: go wrong with that. Yeah, I remember that picture because that was one where you had me holding the bite up mm-hmm. with the shrimp standing up. That was the highlight of that one.
1: So you grilled your shrimp and threw it in. You kind of used that cast iron skillet and sautéed some stuff. Sauce. Yeah,
0: put the shrimp in there at the end, and then stop right there and eat that. With some bread. It was good. Yeah. No, I served that over some cheesy grits, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Cheesy grits is pretty standard just cook them in a pot.
1: Yeah. But we topped it with crumbled bacon. Oh,
0: yeah. That sounds like me right there.
1: (laughs) Crumbled bacon and uh, green onions. It was very, very good. Yeah. It was very good. Um, That was another
0: hurt you just so rich. It just. Yeah. Screams pounds, baby. (laughs) Pounds. (laughs) No wonder I need to go on a diet. <laughs> Eating all this delicious butter and bacon and fat and red meat. And
1: well, what a way to go. Uh, what a way to <laughs> um, so next you did flank steak tacos.
0: Can't go wrong with it. <laughs> flank steak on a taco. Uh, Nothing stands out. I couldn't tell you. Oh, the
1: fire roasted. You used the Santa Maria.
0: Oh, and I made, that's where I made that fire roasted salsa, wasn't yes. it? That was good. That was really good. That was the first time cooking on that, uh, what was it, what's that grill called? Santa
1: Maria, or, oh, uh,
0: Gabby's Gabby's grill, grill Santa Maria Attachment for yeah. Weber. That's a cool, I've used that several times.
1: If you uh, want a Santa Maria grill but can't afford it.
0: Or don't have, a space or you don't have the space and just want to turn yours into yeah. one.
1: Or don't want to have to be stuck using a Santa Maria all the time. Yeah,
0: I will say the only thing bad about that grill storing is it. storing it where you have to put it when you're not using it. Because it just sits in my garage floor and I don't have a good place for it. Because I use my Weber for other stuff. And, and so you got to, you know, now is it better than having a whole other centimeter grill <laughs> yeah. I'm having to worry about? Yeah. And it's it's cool. It's really to be able to raise and lower stuff up, cook over fire.
1: That's another one that got contacted and said, you know, we'll send you one if you want to try it out. Yeah. And we said, yeah, we, looked, we checked it out. You checked it out. And said, uh,
0: my rule is if you want to send me something, I'll check it out. If I like it, I'll do a video with it. Maybe. I, yeah. yeah. I ain't trying to push it i mean i'm just saying it's, there it is it's cool
1: it's more to let other people know what we're finding out you know yeah what as
0: we i, as what I find stuff yeah. i want to share it so
1: um
0: and that's a cool one it really is
1: another barbecue up and business. coming yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah i think like he's weber stevens <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's doing this at his house so yeah. i'm sure you know
1: um the one thing I'm, yeah every time i walk out into the garage I seem to kick my shin on that gate <laughs> <scroll> g- attachment.
0: <laughs> the because, little handle that flips yes! out.
1: Is that always the handle? Yeah,
0: I do the same thing. I, I need to have like to mark. figure out a way to mount it on the wall or get it yeah. up off the ground or something. Well we have all those uh Pegboard. Pegboard. We just that need a long. Foot, yeah. yeah, it'll
1: probably pull it out because it a, is. I bet it weighs sixty pounds. Oh, I
0: yeah, mean, it's heavier than a Weber itself. I mean, it's, it's iron, you know. <laughs>
1: I've I've been kind of worried several times when we set it up on that Weber. was going to crush it
0: because <laughs> 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 so we it down to see how the other legs. That's an old Weber I got, man. Yeah. I've, that thing's been through there. I'm probably due for a new Weber.
1: <clears throat> Titch Weber. Yeah. <laughs> What? Well, not there other types of Weber's? Like, is it, uh, does it always have to be Weber's? That's the standard one I like. That's okay. the standard Weber kettle. The next one was molasses glazed salmon with uh grilled asparagus. Not grilled. We actually smoked those on the trailer.
0: Yeah. That's always good, but, you know.
1: You're not a fish guy.
0: I eat it, and my doctor tells me it's good for me. I don't know about putting molasses <laughs> on it, but it was good. It's that a good fish. Good. Yeah, it's very good. Everybody eats it says, oh, man, it's really good salmon, but. Still, is it, it ain't a steak. If you could make it taste like a ribeye, I'd be all about it.
1: <laughs> you actually used the pastrami rub on it. Yeah, yeah. But
0: the thing that... It was, was good. It was good.
1: Yeah, it was good. The thing that... um, I liked it a lot, but I like fish a lot more than you do. Um, I like
0: it just fried. And catfish <laughs> With some tartar sauce. <laughs> With <some> tartar sauce. <laughs> you know what tartar sauce, hot sauce. is. Mostly. Aiole. <laughs> um, Cajun Ayoli. The Let's one only
1: <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Um, The one thing that you did have the good idea with was to you uh, smoke the asparagus on the trigger.
0: We've done that a bunch too, man. That it cooks really them. good. We did that out in there; out of the mm-hmm. class. I mean, it, it what does it take? Eight to ten minutes tops yes. to do asparagus on. it tossing,
1: What are you, you cooking? Tossing.
0: All? I like tossing a little olive oil, season it a little ap. Run it on there about 400 degrees. And you could degrees. just do salt pepper yeah. or
1: any all-purpose yeah.
0: seasoning. You don't even have to throw it right on the, you can throw it on the grate. It picks up really good grill flavor yes. there. But if you just do it in a sheet pan, it's simple too. And then take them up and.
1: Throw it right on the grate. It makes it really good.
0: I almost bought some uh, prosciutto to wrap some asparagus for our dinner tomorrow. I thought that'd be good. Yeah. But I got to look the asparagus. One. and So you got to watch asparagus. I like it. When it's kind of the young, tender asparagus, if it's those big pieces or you know thick as your finger or whatever, those those are just too tough and mm-hmm. like not woody, but they have it's too fibrous for me.
1: Woody is a good way yeah. to describe it. Um, someone the in the Arizona ones, class actually told me that they actually take a potato peeler and i will knock it off a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. That helps, yeah. Okay. And I thought that was a pretty good idea. You
0: know, that take a while going through a bunch of asparagus <laughs> trying to
1: knock it down. Yeah. Um, the next one was grilled hanger steaks. Do you remember those? Yes,
0: and those came from Matador. Yes. And that meat was so tender and so melted in your mouth. In fact, I think it said it cooks like a filet but eats like a ribeye or something like that. Yes. I forget what I said in that video. It was something along those lines. You got a great but cook. Man, oh, man, they were so good. And You'll you never cook. see hanger steak. Hanger steak is something you got to go search out. And most of the time, if, if butchers are cutting meat and they do get hanger steak, they keep it for themselves. It's kind of a little, you know, we're going to take that home to our family.
1: Uh, you also served it with uh, sautéed mushrooms okay. that you sautéed, I think, on the... Um, Can't go wrong with that. Sautéed in the
0: cast iron, yeah, you yeah. know, right like on top butter, of the grill. It.
1: But, yeah, this hanger steaks, that, I forgot about those, but those were really good.
0: Did anybody watch that one? They probably uh-huh. didn't do that's another one people miss to the
1: um, quarter meal.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah.
1: Um next, You can find hanger
0: steak. You got to try that. Yes. That's go a good out, one. go to Matador, get some hanger steak. That's an awesome Christmas present. Hanger steaks, tri-tips, and pecania. And that's three cuts that most people have never cooked. And try those, and it'll, it's going to bring that beef game to a whole other level. <laughs> You'll be like, dang, why am I buying fillets and ribeyes and you have a brisket when well, i could be eating this hanger steaks picanha
1: if you have a young lady or a young fellow you've been courting yeah want to try to steal that deal
0: yeah that's it buy them some matador probably
1: <laughs> cook them some matador prime yeah beef. cook
0: them okay it'll do Sarlo it
1: start on picanhas mm-hmm. uh next one was the salsa dancing form <laughs> that's how you got me <laughs> that's how i do it actually you're a very good dancer that's a I little known fact about you
0: I used to be. <laughs> I sold my dancing shoes. I traded them for some charcoal. Some crocs. Yeah. I sold them for some crocs.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> moho pork tops.
0: Same was that the same moho that I used for the Cuban? Mojo probably? pork tops.
1: Oh no, that was
0: <laughs> it depends on where the hyphen is, huh? <laughs> no yeah that was where i used uh jay's rub
1: yeah and we did a bourbon glaze yeah it was
0: good man those were awesome yeah
1: they were very very yeah. good where do we get those pork chops because they had a big like uh almost a spinalis on them
0: i got them from sam's remember yes i was looking for some chops at kroger just you know here local and i was like man, all these chops suck that thin or you know so we're gonna go to, we're gonna go to sam's and see what they got they had monster chops i mean they're so they're, you know, they're close up to the front shoulder end because of the way it's got that extra meat wrapped mm-hmm. around it. It is. It's kind of like the Spinalis on, on pour.
1: And it's kind of fatty and marbled and, oh. Tender.
0: It gets crispy and crunchy. Those were good.
1: They were very good. And you served them with, uh. Did I
0: use hot rub and Jay's rub on that one? No. You just used, just used uh. Jay's. That's Jay's before we Mojo had. The,
1: barbecue. That magic. was
0: before we had the triple combo. We figured it out. Yeah. On ribs. Yeah.
1: Jay actually figured that out right at Memphis Yeah, that's what he did. Triple,
0: triple combo. Yeah,
1: you used vinegar sauce and then mm. um, you added a little brown sugar, pineapple juice, and whiskey. Turned it to into it. that
0: glaze. What kind of whiskey that rolling at? Uh,
1: Jack Daniels. Was oh, it? Yeah, yeah. Standard. You said you had needed to Tennessee, Tennessee, thing. Tennessee
0: yeah. thing. Tennessee Mojo, Tennessee whiskey.
1: But those pork chops were really good. And a lot of people have commented that they've made that so, recipe. It's Tennessee whiskey. The next one, um, Lambo came over and we did an herb smoked chicken. He
0: taught me something there, cooking the yeah. chicken on that uh, nest of herbs. Man, that
1: was really that was good. one
0: that we that we devoured. Yeah, <laughs> there wasn't a, there wasn't anything left except some bones on the cutting board after we got through that.
1: And um, he did a um, he sorry, that was something new and different. He served it with that white sauce. I,
0: I made up a white alabama. Yeah, up. yeah, because he's that. I kind of go gather their stuff, whatever they need so they to be here at the house. And he said, man, pick up a bottle of white barbecue sauce. I'm like, where am I going to find that? I mean, it's <laughs> just something that they got it in Walmart, you know? Yeah. And Kroger did used to have some, but I couldn't find any at the time. I was like, well, you know, I've made it before. I'll just make up a batch real quick. It's so
1: much better made. Yeah.
0: Man, the yeah. Uh, make that white sauce.
1: Big Bob Gibson does have one that's bottled that you can find around, you know,
0: it's on how barbecue, Dot com shop.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, but it, it's, there's something about making it
0: homemade. Yeah. You can control the flavors. Yeah. But he
1: spatchcocked
0: it. Cooked it on the red box, hot. Over, really hot. It, I mean it's it's indirect because it's away from the coals, but it's hotter than you would think. I bet it was I forget what he said. It was it was he says in the video the tip that red box is running, but it's good, it's quick, it's easy. That cooking it on the herbs was genius. Yes. You get it gives a lot it so of- much more flavor mm-hmm. you wouldn't think. And he even chopped up some of those herbs. You know, he had some some that he garnished with but then he chopped that up and did it too man it was good
1: he said he put um
0: the only problem with that is you need to cook about four of them chickens because yeah. they're gonna go because
1: it was me you
0: lambo and jamie wasn't it
1: yeah lambert Lam- mart lambert and jamie we keep saying lambo <laughs> uh mart lambert and jamie were here and we um that chicken was gone
0: quick yeah
1: but then, Mark, after, um, you know, he cut up the chicken and, and poured a little white sauce on top of it, and the skin got pretty crispy, it too. did, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I was surprised at that, really. Yeah. That's tell you know that red box is rocking. He um, had it down to how many ever pieces of charcoal he it put in there. It was 25
1: briquettes. briquettes. <laughs> um, But he top, chopped a little bit of that uh, roasted herb mm. and put it on top of everything, and it just gave a little charry, yeah, yeah. herby. It
0: was good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Um, so I did that. I did a version of that with another recipe I did. What was it? I cooked that on the fish. earth. Fish. Up and that fish turned out awesome. We'll get there. Yeah.
1: And the next one you did was the stuffed venison backstrap.
0: Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> Do you remember that one? I always remember deer. That one I kind of rolled you. out. I'm sure I cream cheesed it. and I don't know what all I put in there. but.
1: Ooh, that picture's pretty. I wonder who took those. Um, it says, Oh, you put like a, a mushroom, mushroom, spinach, huh. cream cheese mixture inside, and then you full, you know,
0: uh, Rolled it back up,
1: butterfly that filet, stuffed it, rolled it up in bacon, oh, yeah, and then cooked it on the
0: drum, probably. I don't remember that one did stick out, huh?
1: but it was really good. Mm-hmm.
0: Anytime you cook deer like that, I need to do that one. I got some fresh uh, back straps in the freezer. You cooked it on the pellet. Oh, did I?
1: Yeah. I think you cooked it on the trigger.
0: Tiger. I usually like doing bacon wrap stuff on the drum because the drum gives that bacon such a good brown color. Pellet girls do too, but it's hard to get that on just a, you know, say the egg or something.
1: Yeah. Um, the next one you did was rib tips, rib tips, smoked rib tips. We did um, a charglades rib recipe, but you used a full slab of spares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have. You thought those were really
0: good. Where would the charglades go? Did you not just skip over it? Well,
1: that would be the next one. Okay, because they were kind of released at the same time. Oh, I got
0: gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, it was just what it to was do with supplemental. those supplemental. Man, rib tips we is fine eating. Yeah. I care what you are.
1: We didn't plan to do a rib tip recipe, but you had them. Um, you know, you had them, and you were
0: going to cook them, so I said, yeah, let me film it. I love them. So, Plus, I don't mean, like throw them throwing away. Man, I don't. I cook them rib tips. I like them dry. And you know who does a good one in Memphis is Tom's. Yes.
1: Because
0: he uses like that. I kind like of yours a, better than
1: Tom's.
0: He does like a Mediterranean seasoning on them, and so they get a little smoky, but they have a different spice to them, and there's no sauce. His a little dry, but. Yeah. My yours Medium melted in your mouth. hmm I'll tell you what I think. I did those. I don't put anything but AP and hot on them. I think, if I remember right, I don't know if I even put any regular rub on it. But they were good.
1: Well, we had so many people asking about rib tips, cooking rib tips. So yeah, we'll I've done them before, it, where you
0: put them in a pan with sauce and you cook them, simmer them down to fall off the bone. With these, I think I just ran, didn't I? Um, I'm I don't remember. The la- I know the last time I cooked them, I just did them on the pellet grill.
1: You just smoked them. Yeah. You smoked them and then you glazed them. You smoke them till they tender, and then you put a, them, glaze the them until it's baked on, and, they
0: and were then very, very
1: good. They're real Get fine. down on it, and um, but the ribs that you actually trimmed off were what we did for the char glazed. Yeah, which the
0: char glazed is good. I loved them. Char glazed, it's. To me, I wouldn't set out to cook char glazed ribs unless I knew. That I was going to be reheating them and serving them. Yeah. So that's the whole thing with me with char glazing. If I know that, oh man, I'm pressed for time. I don't have time to cook ribs, and I want to do some really good ones that I want to reheat. You know, day of or right there on the spot. Char glaze is way to go because it gives a whole another flavor level to those ribs. Yeah, it does. That's why I
1: like it because yeah. it gets that
0: that char- really grilly taste. Yeah. Get that grilly taste of it.
1: <laughs> Because <laughs> basically Billy you just flavor. cook them, refrigerate them, yeah, yeah. pull them back out the next day, let them come up to room temp and throw them on the, put sauce on them. That's when you glaze sauce them. Sauce
0: them. It's a messy sauce job. Sauce them and
1: char glaze them.
0: Sometimes I'll throw it. them on there and flip them, throw them on there, flip them, and then start glazing them and just work them in stacks depending on how many you got to do and take them off and eat them jokers, man.
1: The next one a was... A the
0: pictures on those were good. You can see some of the char marks, could mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you used the grill grates with
0: yeah, those, too, yeah. to make
1: sure it was good. Um, the next one was when Shane Draper came over and
0: cooked Back Memphis and May. Man, tacos. we've only made it to May. We've already talked about this. <laughs> we're not going to go through all these already.
1: Yeah, we start moving faster.
0: <laughs> those were good. Shane, Shane had some good recipes. There was a fish one in there that I hated, but the rib eye one was really good. That was a good idea, because he then, used asparagus and corn. Yeah, yeah. That was the highlight of that one. I
1: thought the rib was pretty good. Rib, was oh, rib yeah, the rib one was, was good. good too. The rib. He's taco. like a uh, almost like a coleslaw to
0: go mm-hmm. with that one. Asian, Asian kind of mm-hmm. flavors.
1: All his flavors were real Asian. Yeah. I think he leans more on the Asian flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good with one. it though. Yeah. Um Then we did your uh, surf and turf. Do you remember that? You took a strip.
0: That oh, that's my play on restaurant. Iris's surf and turf with the the strip stuff with the fried oysters and the blue You cheese. didn't know. Creole. This fat man could cook fried oysters like that, <laughs> did you? I shocked nah, you. They were good. They were awesome. I love fried oysters, awesome. and those were some of the made best. Made that little blue cheese sauce to go with it. It was kind of like a, I don't know, what you Holandaise. call it? Blue cheese, Hollandaise esque, yeah. kind of Bernays, kind yeah. of goodness. It was good. Yeah, it was real good. It was
1: good. You cooked a really good strip, and I think that was a Matador it strip. It was, it was. Um, the next one is the pineapple upside down cake. Eh. Yeah.
0: Good dessert. Yeah.
1: I hate pineapple upside down. Too. Do you? Yeah. Huh.
0: <laughs> I like it because it kind of gets brown sugary caramelly on bottom mixed with the... I just like pineapple. It's one of my favorite fruits.
1: Yeah, but I don't like canned They pineapple.
0: don't sell the burger right now. Ninety-nine cents.
1: What? The whole pineapple?
0: I should have bought
1: one. Ooh. The next one you did, the barbecue smash burgers. You turned your grill grates upside down.
0: <laughs> that was good burger right there, Jack.
1: <laughs> well, you used like... They
0: got crunchy. I mean...
1: You didn't just use burger meat. I think you, um, I'm pulling this up.
0: Did I grind some on?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't, did I mix some them? Is that when we were making a brisket burger?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, it had that A9. <laughs> the A9 in there with it. Mm-hmm.
1: We took all your A9, uh.
0: Mixed it with some chuck roast.
1: Basically, Kolei, uh, fat. Yeah. yeah. Kolei brisket fat and made burgers with it.
0: Those were good.
1: Yeah. Um, then you did your salt and pepper Texas-style pulled pork.
0: Classic. <laughs> Simple, and don't knock it till you tried it. Salt and yeah. pepper on pour You don't think it don't sound it don't sound like much because you ain't using fancy rubs. make some best eating barbecue you are ready
1: And then you just need a really good vinegar sauce to go it. with it. Um, a lot of people said that wasn't Texas. That was what? Carolina
0: or Carolina. Don't they don't know what pepper is over there unless red pepper and vinegar. <laughs> Um, the, I mean, have you have you ever seen Carolina pulled pork where they get they use black pepper and salt? That's straight up Texas to me.
1: The next one you did your jerk pork where you served it with a pineapple salsa inside of a pineapple bowl.
0: That'll hurt you right there. That was
1: really good. We can we went to um, the Caribbean for vacation. Took the kid, spent a week. Malcolm came back talking like he was Jamaican and wanting to cook. Um, ready to
0: move to the Caribbean, too. <laughs> I've been looking for property ever since.
1: <laughs> Drinking Red stripes and Coronas. And,
0: and cooking, cooking jerk and pork. And pork. Jerk
1: pork. Line. And it's good. Your jerk pork is better than some I had down there.
0: Spicy life
1: up. Mm-hmm. Uh, next recipe. That's one, man. I
0: don't even, I forgot how good that was. That was that really good. I'm about it right now. I
1: know. I'm ready for, all of a sudden I want to get back in the pool with some, beers and let you cook me some jerk
0: pork. Oh, we had a good summer. <laughs> that was so much fun.
1: Um, smoked lobster, mac and cheese. Kendall came over and did that, that was one nice with the one. tri-tip. That was
0: pretty, the tri-tip was the winner of that. Oh, tri-tip was Mac so and good. cheese was, was pretty good.
1: And Kendall did like a reverse share on that tri-tip. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He started
0: it yeah. out on Pellet Grill, finished it over PK. The highlight of that was... I never had a tri-tip. I never had tri-tip with that little thin layer of fat, Ooh. just like you know brisket flat has. And we left that on, didn't trim it off. And man, it tasted. It just tasted so good. It was rich. It made it made a tri-tip, which is normally just kind of beefy because it's just lean yeah. you know, sirloin. We we'll use more. it for
1: tacos a yeah.
0: lot. But then when you added that layer of fat cap on the bottom of it. Oh, it it, it tastes
1: like prime rib. I remember saying yeah. it tastes
0: like prime rib. It was rib. good. It
1: was good. Um then you did your Nashville hot chicken on your blue cheese biscuits.
0: That not recipe that was, right there. <laughs> It was good. It
1: was. That was all your little brain told. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and sauce you used that the, sauce made that. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah.
1: And you used the vortex for that those chicken thighs mm-hmm. too. Yep. And um then you did uh, grilled fish tacos, which those were really really good. I know you're not that crazy about fish. You gotta admit that the
0: those were good. Yeah. What, what fish did I use in that one? Give me one second. second. Redfish, maybe, or snapper. Seemed like it was snapper, if I remember right.
1: Snapper. Yeah. And you seasoned it, and that's when you cooked, cooked it, on it on the a, bed yeah, I took of them. jalapenos, limes, and.
0: Took kind of, yeah, kind of took the Lambo idea and made me a, a, a nest for fish. And that works great. It did. Gives it a little flavor. Keeps it from sticking. Keeps it from burning. Makes it picking up. Fish, I mean, it was... Got to try that one.
1: Yeah. It really was. And you seasoned it with, like, Mexican-type flavors. You don't
0: think fish tacos... A lot of people, you know, they think of tacos. They don't think of fish being... Man, fish tacos are excellent. I love fish tacos. That's one of my favorites.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Um And you did a cilantro lime crema. Yeah.
0: I like it when you make your little sauces. They're always so good. Next, um, we did our Memphis to May video. Was that, oh, is that kind of the recap of what yeah. we did? That was, that was pretty. That was all you. Yeah. You just took some clips of me and you said, I want you to just do some talking at Memphis May. I'm going to turn into something. That was
1: pretty cool. It did. It turned out.
0: Yeah. Gave people a glimpse of stuff they had. Behind the
1: scenes. Yeah.
0: Um, you know what I'd really like on that? It's hard for you. to You have to do so much at Memphis and May to, to make the whole show work. If we had somebody that could just come in and film us, like, you know, doing that the yeah. whole time and you could get a lot more footage.
1: And, I mean, I would do the editing. I really just need the footage. just the footage, need the footage yeah. Um, the reason we ended up doing this because I had all that footage and I just never had the time to put it together, but we screwed up a recipe.
0: Which one was that? Or...
1: I'm not pointing fingers, but somebody forgot to turn their mic
0: on. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had to come back and do that whole thing over because I didn't record any audio. <laughs> but it was okay because we got to eat. What recipe was that? I think that?
1: it was the filet.
0: Oh, it was. It was. Yeah, those bone-in filets, wasn't it? hmm We got to eat double filets. That was more Matador beef. Yeah, Those were good, too. I don't remember how I cooked them. I just remember bone-in filets.
1: You also did uh, Jack Daniel's ribs.
0: Those were good.
1: Jack Daniel's glazed ribs.
0: Anytime you do a rib, you can't go wrong.
1: And then we did the filet with the grilled salad. Yeah. Where you took the romaine and cut it in half.
0: Hit it just real quick. Mm Mm-hmm. Drizzled it.
1: It's amazing how much flavor the romaine lettuce picks up within... a short
0: amount of time. Like
1: 30 seconds a minute.
0: It's like the same, same thing I was saying with the asparagus. When you put it on that grate, that... The Outside of it soaks up so much of that grill flavor, it really has a good gritty taste, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah.
1: yeah, it does. Um, the next one was this one of my favorites this year, is serlo and Bacana.
0: Yeah, you know, I was I've wanting to do it, figure out a way to do that.
1: So, what'd you it, start with to do that?
0: I had the pit barrel and I hung them, remember?
1: Yeah, that was what, what it was. Me, what cut was
0: it? It was it's just sirloin capon on capon cap on, sirloin. Cap on sirloin. yeah. I mean that's just what they call it, and the pecan is just the way the crab, they do it. Yeah. Preparation, yeah. But it 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 comes uh, with that fat cap on it, and you cut it. You kind of cut it with the grain, so you can roll it over to where it cooks. You slice it against the grain when you get ready to eat it. That makes sense. So it and that's I mean. Oh, it was good. so good. Every, I served that with a chimichurri. You did. Yeah. So you get the real
1: rich, fatty, beefy, and then you get that. Real fresh. Well, what makes
0: it so good? You Chimitary. know, typically they're doing those. It's on the rodízio grills where it's spinning over the hot fire, and I didn't have, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a way to do that. Yeah. So I just did it hanging in that pit barrel junior, and that fat. When it got to the point to where the fat starts rendering, it starts dripping, and man, it's smelling so good, and all that flavors coming up, and then you pull them up, and there they are, just browned up and looking so god. <laughs>
1: It was one of my favorites as far as just flavor. Yeah. The next one you did, the spinella steak.
0: Another, that's a good one. And that's, that's just hard something, to find those. Up.
1: Yeah, those are hard to source. Um, But we ended up finding them at Costco and they came already wrapped.
0: Tied up. Tied well, up you don't need, you just season them, cook them like a regular steak. That's all you do on those. It's all I did. Nothing fancy, but man, it's good eating. The only thing. They've got it tied up. I couldn't figure out how they tied it up.
1: Because <laughs> you think it,
0: you think it's just okay. We're gonna put the string around; it, it's held together. That's what I thought. Man, you get into it. There's string, out string, string. I mean, they they, they work, wrap that thing up like it's a package shipping somewhere. <laughs>
1: we need probably should have take like tied our own and then cut theirs before we cooked.
0: Oh, I hadn't think about that. Yeah, I didn't that'd have been a good idea, really. Came,
1: yeah. Um, you also did a butter on top of that.
0: Compound, that compound butter. butter. Yep. yep, 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 yep.
1: Roasted garlic steak butter is what you called Sweet. it. And what we had left over, I used in like green beans one night.
0: Best green beans <laughs> ever. <laughs> With that gar- roasted garlic steak butter. Did I roast that garlic or is that something we bought? I think we picked it up like, like Kroger, on the- Kroger at the yeah. little deli bar or whatever. Yeah, you can roast roasted. it real easy. I did roast, remember I roasted something one time? It I had the whole house smelling good. <laughs> yeah. I did, I did little, your muffin tins and- just cut, like, I feel, I don't know, about eight heads of garlic. Mm-hmm. I just cut the tops off and drizzled and put them in the oven, and I squeezed sit there and squeezed them. That was when I did that, I think.
1: Yeah. And we um we used that roasted garlic Man, in several recipes. Man, I just eat
0: roasted garlic. I like pop, I like going by and just popping one every once in a while. It's so good for you.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good for your tummy digestion. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will say about the Spinalistates is you can get some funny internal readings on them things because oh, yeah, there's so much fat.
0: fat. You and, guys have to use a lot of common sense when you're cooking mm-hmm. those.
1: You can get them over real quick,
0: but it don't matter if you cook them over, because it's so much fat in there. It's gonna it's be gonna juicy. Yeah, again. you ain't losing, you ain't drying them out. I promise you.
1: Um. Then we had the cheesy jalapeno skillet dip. That was another one of kind of my recipes you took and that was a good one. kicked up a little bit.
0: You know, every dip I've done in iron skillet and on the grill
1: has been turns out fantastic, but yeah.
0: better than the one you do them in the oven. I agree. I mean, most times do you, you don't do them in you think the
1: grill, the, the iron skillet, or both? I
0: think it's a combination of. Most time, you don't do them in iron skillets. hmm And so I just. I
1: did that one.
0: Did you? Oh, yeah. You know we did that for like our fantasy football, fantasy football party. Version of that, I'm sure I tweaked it some to yeah. make it better. <laughs> I'm bad. I just hey, that's my goal. If I say something, I'm gonna change it up to I'm make, make it, to it make. better too. Um. <laughs> you can make my ribs better. <laughs>
1: Then you also did the uh, bacon candy chicken bites, which is a great idea. That
0: was a, that was a good appetizer. Is
1: bacon candy chicken bites. Candy bacon. So you basically.
0: Put brown sugar on some bacon and season it. Or spiced up. I spiced up some brown sugar. Seasoned outside of those little chicken bites. Did I use thighs or breasts no, for you, that? No, you,
1: you just seasoned the outside of the bacon with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I what don't i don't think saying. you seasoned the chicken uh-uh. with it.
0: And then you just wrap it and cook it. Simple to do, but they're so you good. You started
1: with boneless chunks of chicken. Thighs, you say, right? I prefer thighs, but you could
0: use breasts. Yeah, yeah. It's better with thighs, boneless, yeah. skinless thighs.
1: The one thing I would say about that recipe, and, you know, this could just be me because I, I prefer, you know, a little sweet and savory element, was that maybe a touch of salt or AP, not even AP, cause yeah. the garlic, but salt and pepper on the chicken before you wrap it in the bacon and, and coat it.
0: Those are so good, though. You uh-huh. need to make 300 of them. Look at you making yeah. mine better.
1: <laughs> you serve you marinate. Good. I
0: tell you what, it would be really good to marinate yeah, your chicken first be. to really get some flavor in there and then do it. Because you, you could go all different. Chicken's going to take on whatever flavor you give it. So you could go all kinds of ways with that. And you could skip the brown sugar, the candy bacon part, and just go super savory or dip them at the end and glaze them, you know?
1: Yeah. You've served it with the Yeah, Yeah. The book and glaze on it.
0: That's two good appetizers I did there with those bacon chicken buns mm-hmm. and that jalapeno dip. Mm-hmm. Those were your football foods it, this yeah, year. Yeah.
1: Um. Then Heath came over and gave his competition rib recipe.
0: That one rocked out.
1: It did.
0: Over it a million! I bet. That hadn't been too long ago.
1: Yeah. Um. October. Yeah. And then Heath gave his recipe. Um. Then you did the elk steaks.
0: See, the last person I've had over. Yeah. It's time. It's time to have somebody else. Yeah. We'll I'll schedule try some more. I didn't do one in November. I didn't have anybody come over in November. We were so busy with yeah. the World food. We were Foods traveling.
1: All that. Yeah. Well, the plan was to have somebody come over and do a turkey recipe. Yeah. I yeah. think Mark Lambert was wanting to come back over and show his turkey recipe. Yeah. And yeah. he's really good, you know,
0: on camera oh, yeah. and stuff. Hey, yeah.
1: He's got a lot of great recipes. I come back. But you did the elk steak, which was excellent. And you cooked them. You kept it real simple. Salt and pepper, cast iron,
0: butter. It was good, too. Garlic and rosemary. Simple, simple. Red meat. Pure, natural, wild (laughs) elk.
1: Then you did the carryover experiment with Mark Williams. Yeah, Mark 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 came came over
0: in November. That's what it was. And, yeah, that was interesting because that was like, we were just trying to see what would happen if. And I like that. I like that style of video. It sparked a lot of, I mean, I didn't know what was going to happen, so we just went with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't happen like I thought it would, like we speculated, but uh, it, it created a lot of good uh, conversation, uh, not just on uh, YouTube or email. I mean, when I go out, people talk to me about that. They would, you know, that one's one that needs to be re- redone several times to yeah. get like a, a, you know, broader That's look a at really what sample, happened. Yeah, yeah a good sample.
1: Really, you
0: need to run it at least I like those 20, barbecue kind of experiments. Those were, that was a good idea.
1: I'd like to, to do, do it. one I need to do some or more. two a year, yeah.
0: And we did the hold with that, too. You know, not, I mean, the, the big meat hold, to see how long it would go, that was like a little bonus thing at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Man, that thing stayed warm in that cooler a long time. One butt in a cooler, man, it was hours.
1: Oh. I finally got tired. I was yeah. like, we gotta shut this, down. this yeah, up. it's time
0: to go to bed.
1: <laughs> then we did smoked turkey legs.
0: Turkey legs. Man, I've been asked to do that video... A million times. Yeah, good old turkey legs. People request me to cook that at Duck Camp. They're like, "Man, you bring much of turkey legs over here and do them." I was like, "Yeah, if you want me to." It's still just an old turkey leg.
1: Then you did for the
0: money. I'd rather have barbecue bologna.
1: <laughs> Somebody asked, "Well, how? do you What do you do about the tendons?" Well, I don't know. Eat around <laughs> them. That's what. What do you do
0: about them when you go to the fair and get a smoked turkey leg? I don't
1: know.
0: You got a bone. You got about six tendons and <laughs> all this delicious smoked meat.
1: Um. Then you did the white chocolate bread pudding, which I think I've seen more people try to recreate that one than I have anything My else.
0: My mom ended up doing that one. And it turned out good.
1: I didn't have hers. It was good. Then we made it to That the was special. one
0: dessert. That was one dessert that was a 10 star right there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was really, really good.
1: You know, I should have thought about that for serving it for like the, the class in Arizona.
0: Yeah, that would have been a good one.
1: Because that's something you can cook, you know, one big pan and serve a lot of people.
0: Mm-hmm. And. I only do two desserts this year then. I did the pineapple upside down. Yeah. I could have had some more desserts.
1: Yeah. I love that white chocolate bread pudding.
0: That's
1: a good one. Um, I saw, who, who did I tell you the other day? All Things Barbecue did a chocolate souffle on the oh, really? on the
0: yeah, Yoder. Cool. Yeah. Did you watch the video? Was it good?
1: No, I just saw the pictures. Uh. I hadn't pulled up the video yet, but I love a chocolate souffle. So um, I thought that was a really good idea. Mm-hmm. And souffles oh. are kind of, you know.
0: Tricky. I need you to teach me how to do really good pecan pies, and let's do a video. Okay,
1: that's a plan. Then we did spatchcock smoked turkey.
0: Really good. Yeah. Great way to cook a big bird. Yes.
1: Would you um, Would you choose a spatchcocking over a no regular?
0: Only if I had a big one. Yeah. But see, I'm not. Gonna, I'm never gonna cook big turkeys like that. They don't taste as good as as a twelve pound bird. Those young, tender turkeys are so much better. Yeah. They're tender, they're juicy, you know, they are not had time to get old and tough. They're <laughs> I mean, for real. I mean, for real, it's like them little pigs. Them little turkeys are just good. I wish I could find an eight pound turkey, but it'd be so good.
1: What, did you say those turkeys, Jay? I don't Jay was, think
0: those were turkeys. <laughs> He's was
1: calling them baby turkeys. Yeah. They had to be like Cornish hens or something.
0: something yeah. But he was Hey, Cornish them hens are good. All yeah. they are, you know what they are? Baby chickens. That's all they are.
1: <laughs> They just call them Cornish hens instead of of, saying baby
0: chickens. Yeah. Chicks.
1: People aren't going to want baby
0: chickens. No, they're not going to want to eat the baby chickens. They'll eat the eggs, but they won't eat a baby chicken.
1: (laughs) Delicious
0: baby chickens. Yeah. What's the difference eating the egg?
1: Um,
0: then we It has no soul yet. What did you say? It has
1: no soul yet. Poor little baby chickens. Poor
0: little delicious baby chickens.
1: Um. Then we did the Creole shrimp dip. Wait, did I say prime rib?
0: No, that's a good one. <laughs> I just did that one. I'm tell you, what, that was real good.
1: We uh, had a lot of prime. It was 18 pound prime rib, so we passed yep. a lot of it out, and people were
0: crazy. Yeah,
1: they're you know, it's rare prime yeah, rib. I it was mean, really good prime rib. Then we did the shrimp dip and the sausage and cheese balls.
0: Wrapped up the year. Wrapped up the year. That was a quick. We went through all of them. I've already talked about those last th- or three pretty yeah. good. Yeah,
1: so, that's a pretty current. So, what was your favorite? Or top three, or just oh, a couple favorites?
0: Suckling pigs.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Now that you reminded me, the jerk pork.
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: I gotta put sausage cheese balls in there. No <laughs> joke. You gotta. I don't know <laughs> if it's Christmas time or what. I gotta put those. Maybe in you there. just got
1: a hankering for sausage balls. What else cheese was balls? it?
0: It's either a toss up between the picanha or the tomahawk. Tomahawk. One of those two. Both of those. I put all those in there. Top recipes.
1: That, I, I forgot about the um,
0: for sweets the bread pudding. The bread pudding is awesome.
1: I forgot about the um, the fried oyster fillet. Yeah, that's good strip. Too. The fried oyster strip. That one would be too, my top. I, I can't.
0: It's too hard to put them in there. They're all too good.
1: Fish tacos are good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're good. They're good, but they're not going to compare to Tomahawk or... Uh,
1: what was your least favorite?
0: Cornish pigs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cornish. Let's Cornishes call them Cornish pigs. To suck with we call that them
0: Cornish pigs. That sounds a little more PC.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> What was
0: your least favorite? Stay with me. I feel like I'm losing you here. Probably, you know my least favorite is Salmon. Who <laughs> yeah. thinks salmon? If it's got it's S-A-L in it, I probably don't like it.
1: Did you dislike salmon before we started dating?
0: I just, I'm just not you a just big fan of it. It's, it. On the fishiness scale, it's always a little fishy to me. Yeah. And that's the one thing I don't like about fish is it for it to be fishy at all. I've had some salmon that just made me almost sick. It was so fishy. So when I think about that texture or, or eating it like that, it just—it's one. I mean, I can eat it like I like smoked salmon if it's done yeah. all right, but if it's fishy yeah, it's just—it's—it's it's, it's, that's a—it's one that I'm just not—I can't get on board with.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
0: If I never had to eat it again in my life, I wouldn't I'd be there. Like, okay, you know, I wouldn't complain.
1: But you like redfish.
0: Oh yeah, but redfish doesn't really—I mean, it doesn't really have a flavor. Yeah, and you like mahi. Yeah, all the ocean, all the whitefish is good. It's doesn't. I mean, it takes on what you season it with, what you prepare it with.
1: Well, did you like tilapia before we started?
0: Mm, no, and I don't know. They created that in some lab. A tilapia? <laughs> I don't know. What is a tilapia? It's like a a freshwater snapper kind of. Is that what it is? I but don't they've know. been so farmed that I don't know, man. I I, just, I, I don't eat tilapia. We used to, but we used to eat it a lot back in the day when it first like started coming. You know, and you were you would make it, for dinner, yeah, it. And make mayonnaise tilapia. It was so good, <laughs> y'all. Yeah. All, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I had ate. Tilap- I don't eat tilapia anymore. I like work? catfish. I mean, I'll eat just about any ocean fish. I'm not big on, not big on salmon. I'm not big on tuna. Any yeah. of those you know, mackerel. Any of those fish that have. That tend to be on the fishier side of the fishy scale. Yeah. I don't eat. That's just not, that's just my, that's just what I like, you know. Huh. And I'm not saying I won't eat it if it's good. Like, if it, you know, if you give me some rare tuna, I like go to a Japanese restaurant with some wasabi and some uh, soy sauce. I love it. You know, it's not fishy at all. But then you get a bite every once in a while somewhere and it's like, this is why I don't eat that stuff.
1: Yeah. And then it ruins you for yeah, a little It does. It's like eating
0: cat food. Yeah. I mean,
1: the, our, our I'd rather
0: eat nine lives or something. <laughs> <one. laughs>
1: our old sushi pet place. I got some sushi and it just it turned yeah. me off sushi for. And I I love sushi. It turned me off for a hot minute. You know.
0: Yeah. I have to watch it.
1: So what we got coming up this weekend? We're hosting
0: a little dinner party, a little Christmas first dinner party of for your friends or my friends too.
1: First of our um. We
0: call them Christmas your friends, artists. I guess, because you know all those people before I did.
1: Yeah. Some of my college friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then doing we, Italian, Italian
0: feast. themed feast, Christmas feast.
1: Cause wine goes well. What is it the Always they
0: do? Uh, Italians do the, the feast of the seven fishes or something like that. Don't they do that at Christmas? I don't know. I think so. We're not doing that. No, not. nothing though. The fishes. uh uh-uh. about the seven hogs? Seven cheeses. <laughs> feast of the seven cheeses. <laughs> Everybody better fiber up. (laughs) How much
1: cheese have I bought?
0: You bought 10 pounds of mozzarella. (laughs) There's
1: a lot of people coming. A lot of cheese. Making a big lasagna. I do. We
0: probably do have seven or eight different varieties because I bought. And then you're doing
1: a, I asked you to do a sausage
0: and cheese board and I
1: kept stressing like, let's keep it small. Let's keep it small and not get too big. Oh. I know.
0: Keep tasking me with something like that. <laughs> to be.
1: I need to give you more tasks. Cause this thing, how many cheeses do you have for your sausage and cheese board right now?
0: Four or five. Four or five. And then same about the meats too. Probably yeah. four or five different meats. Well, you gotta have salamis and. and then you got crackers and
1: stuff, and, and, and I got a dip that goes with it. And shoot. it's gonna be a feast. And then it's Christmas time. That's it. Yeah.
0: Dude, about got all the shopping wrapped up. We don't we don't have a whole lot more to do. Mm -hmm. So, for all any barbecue stuff you got to buy for anybody on your list.
1: Me, no, I'm about wrapped up.
0: You're wrapped up. Well, I'm wrapped up. So now it's just time to cook and kick back, enjoy some eggnog, some uh, what was that whiskey? What was that stuff you had earlier?
1: Oh, somebody gave us um, a gift. One they gave you a bottle of Eagle Rare. And um, they gave me a bottle of bourbon cream. Yeah. It was, who did I tell you to make it? It was a.
0: Jack Daniel's, wasn't it?
1: No, no. It was. I
0: don't
1: know. Buffalo Trace. Oh, yeah, it it
0: was. Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Bourbon cream, um, that's right.
1: It was a bourbon cream. and I try it Yes, I put it in my coffee this morning. It was Uh excellent. That's why
0: you've been feeling good today.
1: (laughs) I mean, I put like half a shot. It's like 30 proof. Yeah, okay. But I am going to start putting in my coffee every morning. There might right. be one day I just see how how long I can ride that out. Ride the mm. not coffee and booze. I'll have to switch to like maybe margaritas for there lunch. Mimosas. Hey. Mimosas. There you go. That's what I'll do. I'll switch to mimosas. Hit margaritas for lunch. Few
0: like a few beers the
1: afternoon. Oh, like you're
0: going to have a big day. <laughs> see how long I can yeah. go hey. before things get off. Drack out know, early. That's what they say. Now that's pretty much it for us in the rest of the year. We're gonna have a good time. I hope everybody else out there is too. We wish y'all all Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, however you celebrate. Yeah. Um, thanks we'll be for back. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Thanks for checking out the videos. And, Shel, uh, you want to tell them all the good stuff about contacting and where they can find us? Sure. And,
1: You can get in touch with Malcolm at How to Barbecue Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. If you need to get in touch with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Twitter and Instagram.
0: And that's pretty much going to wrap up 2018,
1: right? Yeah, it is.
0: Well, we will come back and we will see y'all next year for Season 2.
1: 2019.
0: Uh, Everybody be safe and enjoy the rest of 2018 and we'll see you in 2019. Thanks for listening.